Hey, everybody, thanks for hitting that download button right there on Let's Get Comfortable. We really appreciate it. Let me tell you about Weiss Comfort Systems, a proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Dan Weiss over there says, Jim, when your family lives and sleeps comfortably, so do we. They got locations all over Missouri and Illinois. They're going to service your heating and cooling. If you're looking for a new system, if you're looking just to get your system serviced, give them a call at 636-343-8440. And Dan Weiss is going to buy you a cup of coffee if you mention Let's Get Comfortable. Really appreciate it. Again, I'm Jimmy B, Weiss Comfort Systems, a proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Jimmy B, and thank you, dear listener, for still listening. Folks, Patty Moe here with the LGC, and I want to tell you about another proud sponsor, Paper Dolls Boutique. Paper Dolls offers a comprehensive, hand-picked collection of apparel, jewelry, and accessories from the industry's foremost contemporary and designer labels. Since their launch in 2005, Paper Dolls has become the go-to fashion staple here in St. Louis. Along with renowned customer service, Paper Dolls delivers unparalleled wardrobe advice and is consistently rated as one of the best boutiques in St. Louis. And by the way, they also have the awards to prove it. Paper Dolls Boutique, four locations in Kirkwood, DePere, Baldwin Grove, and U City. Go check them out. Proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Thanks, boys, and this is Beebs telling you about our tastiest sponsor of the show. It's Cafe Piazza down on 1900 Arsenal in Benton Park, right across from Gus's Pretzels. So if you're hungry for some pretzels and you're about to put your hand on that door at Gus's, turn around because the best pizza in St. Louis is behind you. They offer some delicious orancini balls that Jimmy B's a fan of and some authentic Sicilian pizzas made by Tim Meineke himself. Don't forget, there's a shuttle to all of the Blues and Cardinals games. And also, I can guarantee you, if you call them up now on 314-393-0294, they will have a pizza smoldering hot, dripping in cheese, delivered to you by the end of this show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. Let's get comfortable. This is Let's Get Comfortable with Jimmy B. Randy, how big are your dumps after these competitions? And Patty Moe. We're, we're trying to do a comfortable show, not make anybody uncomfortable. I mean, come on now. And with the fakest British accent you'll ever hear, I'm Beebs. Cloudy Cider sends you mental. Headphones on. Pants off. And let's get comfortable. That's right. Let's get comfortable. Ugh. I'm ready. I'm ready to get comfortable. I've, I've had one hell of a week, Jim. It's been a hell of a week. Ha, it was a hell of a day for me. I'm not going to get into that. But let's just say I'm hungover. That's fine. Halloween took a toll on me. Yeah, you... Wait, you invited me over for a chilled barbecue last night. Yeah. Well, not even a barbecue, but like uh, a bonfire. Pit, yeah. Bonfire, yeah. Yeah, well, we can get into that here in a little bit. But I'm Jimmy B, folks. I'm Beebs. And uh, Mr. Patty Moe is on his honeymoon. So congratulations to Pat and his lovely wife, Kelly. The Morris family has grown even more. Uh, it was a lovely wedding. Uh, we, we were on, I don't know if you saw my snaps or my Instagrams, but we were on Bush Stadium's field. I, did, I saw you on the top of the uh, dugout. Were you yep. on top of the dugout? We were on top of the dugout. We were in the dugout. We were... We weren't supposed to go on the field, but it was like raining, and these guys were like spraying us with hoses, and it was bad. It was like unintentional. It sounds very and sexual. They were like, the lady was like, all right, you can go out into the. So we were literally in center field at Bush Stadium taking pictures. That's pretty awesome. Very Pat esque. Uh, 
He loves he loves a bit of St. Louis sport. He sure does. Um, but again, congratulations. It was a lovely wedding. It was an even more lovely reception and day. I got to do the uh, emceeing at the wedding, John. I have only ever emceed one wedding before, and I think it is way more terrifying than being a best man. Yeah. I, yeah. My only reason I would combat that is at least when you're emceeing, you got like a script to go by. The That's, best man, you gotta like, re, you gotta like write the whole thing, and you do have a script if you write it or someone gives it to you. I just freeballed it. I just went. Same. I just went. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. And then I realized that you needed to do a little bit more than being like father of the bride. Thanks. Next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then I started to like improv it, but while I was doing it, was drinking, and then it just got out of hand pretty mm. quickly. Luckily, I know that family very well, both sides of the family very well, so I was like, don't worry, and they're like, oh, he's being fine. And then I got a note from the mother of the bride the next day that said, thanks for emceeing the shit out of this wedding. Wow. And I was like, boom, nailed it. Yeah, so, I, uh, TJ, what's up, man? TJ Allman in the house saying, yay, they're back. Thanks for listening, yeah, brother. Back. Uh, I... I had never done that before either, but I just kind of went off of weddings that I've been to, and I think that was, honestly, I think that was like number 57 or 58 for Colleen and I. Are you going to get to 60 and just be like, done, no more weddings? We'll hit 60 next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just did like a, you know, uh, and next up, we have the father of the bride, give it up for her, blah, 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 and then that person would end, and I'll go, give it up one more time for this guy, you know, like, yeah. bring up the other person. I mean, that's pretty much all you got to do. That's true. I did reprimand the crowd at one point. Did you? Um, it was at Union Station Grand Hall, which is beautiful, by the way. They did yeah, some yeah. renovations there. Uh, but the acoustics in there are, like, really mm. bad. I mean, it's it's great, but it sucks at the same time because... Is that, is that the one that's upstairs with the big arch ceilings? Yes, yes. So it's got those two massive great pillars in the middle of the, the yeah. venue, which yes. I just think is bizarre. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the... I didn't realize it until after the fact when I somebody on the whole other side of the room was like, "Yeah, we couldn't." It, you sounded like Charlie Brown's teacher, like bah, 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 already because of the acoustics. And I was up there going, "Hey, uh, just to let you guys know, like maybe we we can be respectful here and like be quiet during these speeches. You know, these people spend a lot of time putting these speeches together. You know, yeah. blah blah blah. Nobody got it still." Because they didn't hear me. Well, yeah, because you just—it's just all the bass. Yeah. Just... Here I'm thinking I'm being, or they're being assholes, but really they're like you're an asshole because I can't hear you. Well, the sound guy, fire the sound. Guy. It wasn't Sam Mall. It yeah, Shock City. It wasn't sponsored by Shock City right. Studios. Sam Mall's in the house, everybody. What's up, Sam? Um, Sam, if you're ready, I think John and I would love to get comfortable. Oh up my god, here. I'm so ready for it. Let's let's get comfortable. Mm. I've been waiting to take these pants off for a while. Um, I was also telling you how these pants are like way too long for me and it's raining here in St. Louis so I have to like pull them up well the bottom of them got a little wet on one of them then I then you step on it with your sock it's just not a good thing all around oh, you went with the old grey boxes the old and classics we're back down oh, you love it um, Brenton Brown's watching it yes I went with the uh, with the grey boxes always it's always a treat. Um, John, I know you and I are thirsty. We just decided to get right into this. So why don't we get it right into our drinks, drinks of, of the show. show. Drinks of the show sponsored by uh, Weiss Comfort Systems. Proud sponsors of the Let's Get Comfort. I love Weiss Comfort Systems. Um, would you like to go first or would you like me to? I have an idea. Should we play Rock, Paper, Scissors live on a podcast to I see who wins 
And I know we have this debate the whole time. What is it? Is it one, two, three, show? Or is it one, two, show? I think it's one, two, shoot. One, two, shoot. Okay. Fair enough. One, two, show kind of sounds Rock, a little bit paper, too like... Scissors. Oh, you yeah, hashtag me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So one, two, shoot and just round of one. Whoever Perfect. wins first. I don't want to do this round of three. It's too Hi, Bridget. confusing. Bridget's uh, on the uh, line here. Bridget, oh, hello. Br- Thank oh, you for joining us. Bridget. I'll go with a one, two, shoot. One, two, shoot. Ready? Right. One, one, two, two shoot. shoot. Ooh, oh. I win. So. so would you like to go first or second? I'd like to go second. Okay, fantastic. Well, I have a very refreshing drink. And seeing mm. as I drank the uh, kind of lukewarm... It's the end of the day here. It's seven... It's eight? eight? What time is it? 7.30. So I turned up at Shock City and they have delicious drinks usually throughout uh-huh. the day. I drank some of their slightly old, very bitter coffee. Here? Uh, out, just out, out there. I was like, oh, I need a coffee. <laughs> You know, Shack's, it was like the dregs Shack of Shack City's it. coffee that was like made at 7 a.m. this morning. Yeah, which would have been delicious for the majority <laughs> of the day, but it's like coming at the end of the day. It was, so I need something refreshing, which luckily I have got in this bag behind me. Hold on. Okay. He's reaching into his bag of tricks. I feel like uh, like Santa Claus or something reaching into a satchel. Ooh, something's clanging around down there. And it is... I don't even know the name of it. You got your mic on, Sam? Nice. It is Cayman Jack's Cuban Mojito. Wow. Arguably the most refreshing mojito in the world. Wow, it says that on the packaging. It does say it on the packaging. Uh, I, I did it more for the bottle. Like I call these bottles stumpies. Stumpy? Like a stumpy, but with a sh. Like stumpy. I think uh, like if my mother would call these ponies. F- fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I guess Miller MGD used to make like. Uh, ponies back in the day anyway uh, i'm really glad that you got these because we've had these on the show and they were the margarita kind i nearly picked up the margarita and i saw the mojito and i thought i am a i'm more of a mojito fan than a margarita fan interesting so although i did drink a lot of margaritas when i was down in new orleans last weekend well that's okay you know it was like oh we'll have a round of margaritas and then another one we need to get into that too oh yeah that was that was crazy what's up sam Heather Hill, who was uh, with us on last week, saying hi. Hey, Heather, how are you? In the chat. Thank you for filling in last week, Heather. Much appreciated. Yeah. Uh, Cheers. Let's get these going. Cheers. Cayman Jack Cuban Mojito. Ooh, it's got a kind of purple hint to it. A hue, a purple hue. Ooh. Hmm. Now, it tastes like a mojito. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Not awful. No. But not like the greatest. It was... The mint hit the old, the old nostrils pretty fast. See, it hit me last. I mean, I'm still cutting through that, you know, tar coffee, but it's good. I like it. I'm going to go with uh, the Cayman Jack Cuban Mojito. I'm going to go with a respectful 6.1. All right. A respectful 6.1. It's not like a... I mean, Jim, it's proudly crafted. It says on the box. Proudly crafted. Here's here's what have put it up into like a 7.8 is if it was over ice. If it was over yeah. ice, if it had or some cold. of that, that sh- uh, the sugar flake, not the flakes, the like rock sugar. Have you ever ooh, had that ooh, stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Put a bit Around of that the in. rim. Maybe, you know, a, a sprig of mint. A sprig. Put a sprig of mint in the top and then maybe a bamboo straw. Oh, interesting. Maybe out of a coconut. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of feel like I'm just imagining I should be somewhere else. Right <laughs> yes. Now. Where do you, what do you give it? 
I'm going to go with a 7.3. Okay. I'm a big fan of mojitos generally. This, I think, has done a half-decent job of making, you know, transporting me onto a yeah. tropical island. I think it's good. Go ahead. I agree with you. I give it, like, a probably a high, in the high sevens. I really like Ooh, mojitos. Wow. Yeah. I, maybe like a 7.7. Seven. Wow, It would be better over ice, you're right. The Captain Ray Bork from mm-hmm. Sam. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I like it. I once went to a, there was a big arts festival I was at, and they had... Um. Uh. What is it? Not Haviana. They're the flip flops. What's the Havana? name? Havana. Havana. And they had the the Havana rum, and they had like a mojito making. So you made your own mojitos, and you you know they gave you the rum and all this sort of stuff. Amazing mojitos. I then went home like a couple of like I mean that was two or three years ago. Then at home I was like I love making mojitos. I can do this, but what? No, no, it's I terrible. couldn't. It was the most disgusting drink that I've <sighs> ever made. You know what I bet you probably missed on was the simple syrup. Most likely. Yeah. Because that's a key ingredient in the mojito. The mojito. Yeah. And why are mojitos like girl drinks? They shouldn't be. Do you know I think that's BS. But do you know what I think is annoying about it is how much money you spend on a mojito and 98% of it is ice. Yeah, that's that's true. And that's what annoys me about it is like I love the taste of them, but I need like a pint of the stuff yeah don't give it to me in one of those like thimble width yeah i hate glasses. those tall skinny mm. glasses yeah. mm-hmm. just give me because i crush those yeah yeah like one one big sip and you're like i'm mostly done <laughs> yeah. all right those are the worst so yeah i like it uh, and bridget's saying you can't muddle too much when you make the mojito oh, well there you go interesting maybe stop muddling bridget maybe the three of us could make mojitos together. Ooh. We'll get Colleen around. The four of us will all make mojitos we'll together. Is metal like the yeah, water and pestle? You, yeah, when yeah. you put the you thing it? that looks like a the lime and the mint together. It's part of the show. Okay, moving on. I got a treat for you. We're going straight into the second drink. We're going to be done with the drinks. In sep- this is the fastest drinks. In the yeah, show. yeah, it is. Well, Let's nail this and get this done. <laughs> There's only... <laughs> Two of us this time. And now we'll try our stimulant of the show. <laughs> well, I'll delay a little bit while I'm filling up your cups. Mm. Uh, by the way, great play by Shock City going to these cups out there. Because mm-hmm. like then you don't, you don't even have to wipe. You don't have to wash those pint glasses all the time. Yep. Great idea. Yeah, I really respect that play. Thanks. Let's discuss the weather. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I... It was like, I, I got back from New Orleans on Monday... Is that right? Yeah, Monday night, and I was like, delightful weather. Tuesday, mm-hmm. board shorts, t-shirt, I'm like, pow, 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 this is great. What were the gunshots for? Oh, uh, just because, you know. Because we're in St. Louis. We're in St. Louis. That wasn't nice me. Weather, I, was, so. I was outside and just awesome. gunshots. And then, all of a sudden, someone didn't pay the heating bill. Mm-hmm. The rain came. That's how it happens, man, but usually it happens a month ago. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, so we're in deficit now. It's like, oh, you yeah, had, you've had your... Yeah, we're going to be paying for this. Now we're going to kick some stuff that dads say. We're going to pay for this. <laughs> this time of year, I really get into these style of drinks. Um, Pat's going to be mad that he missed this because, guys, I got I for think you. I know. You went to... Oh, no, that wasn't oh, I thought you were going to... Hello? Ezra Brooks Bourbon Cream Liqueur. I'm a really big fan of the cream liqueurs when we get to the fall time. I'm all about it. And... Uh, Especially because they're generally high in alcohol and you can crush them. And maybe because I'm a big fan of uh, white Russians. Mm-hmm. I love a good white Russian. And I only found it because of the Big Lebowski. Really? 
Yeah, it was like, and which sounds really dumb, but it was like, I watched The Big Lebowski, got drunk, and then I was like, let's do what everyone does after they watch The Big Lebowski. Let's go out and only drink white Russians all night. And right. you can do it the entire night right. and get hammered on it. And you think you're a hero because you tell everyone your name's the dude. You know what and sucks? like, oh, dickhead's just seen a movie. What sucks is when you then throw up all of the cream and stuff. Yeah, it's a bad look. Don't All that white. Yeah, just definitely don't throw that up. Heather's saying, Mojitos are delightful, but let's be honest. It's grass in a glass for eight ninety nine <laughs> and up. Still buying it, though. So, TJ Oman sent the dude yes. abides. Sorry, I couldn't see it. I've got this weird... <laughs> <laughs> the dude abides. The dude abides. The, the messaging on this is awful. It Here is. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I agree, though. A good mojito is good. That was a solid drink. It was a mm. solid play by you. I, in fact, am probably going to finish this here after this. But having the rough day I had today, I'm really easing into this. I'm hoping this is the drink that eases me out of the hangover. That's a, that's a solid thing. Mm-hmm. I was also going to bring the uh, the snacks, Harry's British Bites, from last week because I had oh, some yeah. left over. Um, but then... Along with everything else I thought it was going to bring, <laughs> yeah. it's sitting in my house. So That's okay. When we I, we have, have some other treats. When you when we go back to pick up the koozies and everything. You can test it and then put it in the group. In the, yeah. In Maybe the, we'll do a quick live feed or something ooh, like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. This is uh, 25 proof Ezra Brooks Rich Natural Cream Bourbon Cream Liqueur. Let's give it a go. Cheers. Ooh. That's delicious. Yep, I could drink an entire bottle of that mm-hmm. immediately. Give it all. Drink all of it. All of it. Why'd you only bring one bottle? Yeah, this this will go quick. Mm. Um, this is bottled using natural cream and Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, which has been aged the old-fashioned way in new charred American white oak barrels at the Ezra Brooks Cream Company. Mm. It's an unmistakable and unforgettably rich cream flavor. Mm. I gotta agree. To be honest, I'm amazed there's still stuff left in my glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel free to fill up. Um, I gotta go with uh, wow, a very deserving nine point three. Wow. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna go higher. I'm nine point five on this. Wow. I could honestly put a this straw. A I could put yes. a straw in this and. Lodge it in my top pocket. I mean, I'm, I'm a fairly large human being, so my button-down shirts have big pockets on them. Mm-hmm. Lodge it in there, have a curly straw that goes into my mouth, and have hands-free drinking is what I like. Incredible. And then just <laughs> point at people and say, I'm having a good time. Are you? And then you suck some down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Actually, <laughs> what I will get is uh, Aaron, a friend of mine, his daughter has these this straw that you put in the drink and it goes up, and then you wear them as glasses, so it zips round the glasses and then into your mouth. That's what we should do one show with all of our drinks for the show. There's just, no way those aren't called beer goggles. Yeah, should be called beer. Well, I don't know. They're for kids, so. Oh. <laughs> Still beer goggles, yes. Uh, as you uh, all know, our scores mean absolutely nothing. Uh, Mr. Sam Mall, what do you give the Ezra Brooks bourbon cream liqueur? I'm going to give it an 8.9. Fair score. I love it. Total fair. The only reason is because I feel I reserve nine and above for drinks that are that you got to take a risk, and this is I mean they hit a home run with it, but 
It's kind of a tried and true combination. Safe play. Safe I, play. I love this about Sam. Sam yes. has methods to his scoring. That's and the rest why, of us are just like, what do I feel like right now? <laughs> that's why our scores mean nothing. But I, you know what I like about this so much is it's got the flavor of something really sweet and creamy, but then the it's not. it doesn't stay and coat your cheeks for like yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. It goes once right down. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's... Uh, Really, really mm. quite nice. I mean, it really hits all the uh, it's everything you need right there. I'm uh, I'm just gonna say hi to one of our watchers, uh, Tony uh, Compton, who is in a band called Les Gruff and the Billy Goat, and they we should bring them in because what they have What's the, is a, the band Les Gruff and the Billy Goat. Les Gruff yep. and the Billy Goat, and they do. So the first time I ever saw them. They came on stage and I was like, oh, this is going to be like fully bluegrass slash country. And I was like, I wasn't sure about this. I think one of them was wearing a John Deere tractor shirt. And I was like, not sure about this. Then they started playing and I was like, okay, A, they're good. But also they started mixing in because they love classic rock. So there was wow. like almost classic rock riffs on the guitars and stuff. A lot of fun to watch. Uh, so if you can catch them, they're always around town just doing fun gigs and stuff. Well, to check well, worth, well worth the watch. You've you heard like them. Mm-hmm. Les I've had them in here before on podcasts. Oh, I don't even remember which ones, but yeah. So we should bring them in on us mm-hmm. if they've been on others. Bring them in. Get Les Gruff and the Billy Goat. Well, if mm-hmm. Tony's still watching, just give us a cheeky <clears throat> thumbs up if you want to come in on this podcast. Drink yeah, some that would be nice. We have some, you know, we might as well get into that. We got some exciting things coming up. Next week, uh, I just found out. I figured Pat would be out, but I was like, eh, I don't know, because now that would be like the third show in a row that he was out. So that's why I was like, ah, maybe he's not. Maybe he isn't. Yeah, Pat's definitely out next week. Didn't I'm, know you're, you're going to be out. out next week for three weeks. Oh fuck, really? Yeah, yeah I'm, oh, gonna, shit. I'm. I'm leaving the country. I'm going to get out. I'm testing the theory that the borders will still be open when I come back. I think it'll be good there. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. If you can't, then we'll just Skype you in. From Skype. Now. Skype. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, so we got Charlie Borelli of Charlie Borelli Band uh, coming in next week. He's back in St. Louis, living here now from Dallas. He's got a couple of different concerts coming up. Uh, so he'll be in the studio next week. We'll be crushing together. We got, have you heard of Adam Gaffney? The name rings a bell uh, he i've never met him personally but i heard him singing he was with tim levy who was here on our show okay um and i just figured why not i'll ask him so he wants to come on he wants to come on here soon and we're also gonna get old vienna with what? her red hot ripplet chips P- look i if they do that without me here i'm bringing them in as a solo podcast one off called the red hot legends oh wait Thank you. Tony Compton uh, saying, hell yeah. Been in there two or three times. Well, there you go. So they probably mm-hmm. know Sam Moore by his first name. Yeah. Possibly. Derek. <laughs> I really enjoy that shirt, Sam. Sam's shirt Thanks. just says dice. It's this uh, rapper guy that I recorded, and he liked me so much the first time he met me, he goes, hold on a second. I'm going to my trunk to get something for you. I was like, should I lock the door, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came back in with a shirt, and I was like, this is a pretty cool shirt. And then after that, he kind of ghosted me and never talked to me again. But whatever, I got hey, a cool shirt out of You got this. a cool shirt. Yeah. It's a sweet shirt. Yeah. It is very cool. Mm-hmm. Is that his name, or is it just a random shirt that he had in his no. trunk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. His rap name is... I probably, I don't know if I should say it out. It's Dice Murda. Murt, like murder, but duh. All right. Day. Dice Murda. Yeah. So the murder part, I don't know how I feel about that, but the dice part, I feel cool <laughs> yeah. walking around wearing that. Yeah. So. Does it yeah. say murder somewhere else in the shirt? I don't think so. <laughs> this whole time, Sam doesn't know that he has murder on his back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. kids running oh, away and crying. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Kayla O'Connor chiming in. Kayla, good to hear from you. Good to see you. Um, I don't know what else we got here. I, I just... Uh, Thanks, Look, pa- Paper I, Dolls is a sponsor. We got. Uh, let's get all the formalities out. Let's Cafe get Piazza. Cafe Piazza. Cafe oh. Piazza. Best. Ra- oh, hold on. Cafe Piazza. I I ran into Tim Meineke uh-huh. on uh, this weekend, and I meant to tell everybody that they got this new thing coming out called the Pizziolis, I, th- I think, or okay. Pizzolis or Pizzioli. I, these are basically. Pizza cones oh. that you can eat. He was the first time I ever met him with you at your house. He said that he was coming up with this thing that he was like, "It's going to be like a pizza cone, like a yeah. cornetto, but in a pizza style yes. thing." It okay. sounds amazing, and he's now finally launched it. Yeah, launching. I think they're called Pizzolis or Pizziolis or something. Regardless, once we get the final name and when they're launched, we'll definitely do it. But picture, like, you, they sell them. He said the only other place they have them is like New York and like Italy. And they're like street food. Uh-huh. The cone is the bread of pizza, the crust of a pizza. And then they stuff it with the sauce, cheese, toppings and everything. And you just fucking eat it <laughs> like it's a pizza while you're walking. So it is the Italian version of a street taco. Yeah, exactly. Sounds so is the, is the cone uh, crispy or is yes. it like gooey? I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna pull up a picture picture for you guys. I'm like just gonna Google pizza cone. It's like an Emo's crust or a Papa John's crust. Uh, you know what I mean? Papa John's. Talking okay. of pizza, I ordered a Domino's the other day, and they are great. That's all I. That's all I'm gonna go with. For sake. I wait. mean, you're. Wait. Oh yeah. Hold on. This is the first time we've spoken about pizza with you two in the same room. <laughs> oh, yeah. For good yeah, reason. Good. Look, what I like about Domino's is no matter where you go in the country, you get the same pizza. I like that. It's like McDonald's. You can go in, you order a Big Mac here, or you order a Big Mac in, you know, God knows where in, you know, the middle of nowhere, and it tastes exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. like salt. Mm-hmm. That's it. Straight salt. Trapezini. Mm-hmm. Okay, trapezini. Trapezini. Now yes. I'm thinking about these cones, and they're stuffed with pizza stuff, and then I assume they're hot, right? I burn myself on regular pizza. When you bite into it, Look at those, oh, dude. dude that's Jesus. Beautiful. Wait a minute. That's just a calzone cut in half. I guess. But look at these. Ooh. Holy Santa Claus poop. You guys. Start throwing that in the comfort zone. He was like, I, I need to watch this. He was mm-hmm. like, you don't understand. Like, these things fly off the shelves at these other places. And especially for lunch, somebody can swing by and get one of these. Boom. You're right. It, it does look like a calzone just cut in half. Which, I mean, no Coach, issues with that. Right, yeah. Zero. But then why not get a calzone? It's its own pizza in its own wrapping. I guess. But see, but I have the same problem with calzones, though. They they stay so hot on the inside for so long. Oh, you've got to do I the old like rip in half. And yeah, then and then you've got steep. the pizzioli. So I think he's... Maybe, maybe he's got a thing here. Maybe he's got a thing. Maybe. Somebody invented the ice cream cone. Somebody had to be the first person to think of that. And so this guy's the first person to think of the pizza cone. Tony, no, exactly. Hold on. Tony Compton is saying red guitar pizza, question mark. Mm. Red guitar pizza. I've never heard of red guitar pizza. I want to know about it. Sam, you never heard of it. The, the in-house expert. Never heard of it. Where can we buy this, Tony? Explain yourself. Heather also said, Sam's a fucking hero. No idea <laughs> what. No idea what she's referring to. 
But maybe you are saying Domino's is shit. Maybe you helped. Uh, Domino's is not shit. No, I said I said I love Domino's. It was great. Sam went, mm, and went, you were uh, ear deep in digital pizza. I was trying to find <laughs> the pizza. By the way, side note: these headphones are wonderful. You like I think them? you should replace all of the headphones. What make are they? I don't Sam? know, but they're awesome. They're extreme isolation, direct sound. But those are the new model that Jim's got on. These do you know great. what? Yeah. Do you know? Here's what I love with sound equipment is when it says "pro, pro. studio headphones." Yeah, yeah. If it says "pro" on it, it's definitely not pro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That just means costs more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so uh, he's saying that uh, Red Guitar Pizza is on Cherokee Street by San Lu. Wait a minute. Is this the pizza joint that's up for sale that we were thinking about buying? Is it next to Mud House? Mud Hut. Mud. Mud House is awesome. <laughs> is it Mud House? Yeah. Mud House. Dude, also on Cherokee Street. Have you ever went to, have you been to El Bronco? Yes. 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 Insane. I think That's we talked good. about this. Also, have you been to B-Side on Cherokee? No. So they do quite literally these like almost, I mean, they're the most basic burger you can get, but then they put cheese on it and the guy turns around with a blowtorch and just <laughs> melts the cheese with a blowtorch <laughs> and he's like, bang, done. It's like a $2 <coughs> burger. I mean, it is, it's like a smash burger. Just eat it, done. Talking of food, I had Steve's hot dogs for the first time really? last night. Nice. Mm -hmm. This Delicious. is a great transition because mm -hmm. I have a story about Steve hot dogs too. Go ahead. Steve, Steve the hot dog dog. Yeah. He, I mean, honestly, I got two of their dogs. I got the uh, bacon, bacon, Jamaican, and I got the um, mac and cheese dog, and they were both utterly delicious. Wow. Uh so what's your story <laughs> well i've never had his dogs mr steve's dogs but apparently steve the guy was the lead singer of the urge yeah yeah the edge yeah mm -hmm. and so i didn't know this until a buddy of mine uh who's also been on our was he was on the radio show but anthony doria shout out to anthony doria he plays at uh he's like probably the resident musician at nick's pub and Steve from Steve's Hot Dogs and The Urge was just sitting in the crowd one night. Anthony saw him. He changes positions and he gets up there and starts cranking out some of his old songs. That sounds what? exactly like him because it's him. Yeah. <laughs> but like, doing a great it, was like it was like he didn't skip a beat, man. I'm going to try to find that one too. Steve rules. He's a really nice guy. He's a re I've heard he's a great guy. He's super humble. You'd never know that he was like once a rock star. And uh, he goes to my gym. Because every once in a while I see him, and then we briefly make eye contact, and it's that thing where you have to both, you know, just agree to pretend that you don't know each other. Does right. he? I mean, he probably doesn't know. Does me, he wear Steve's hot dog hot dogs T-shirts to the gym, or does he wear old The Urge T-shirts? Neither. He Neither. just wears regular shirts. He just he's says, I'm, I'm Steve. No. Shirtless. Shirtless. And just he's ripped. Shredded. I love this guy. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. I've seen him walking around, and he he looks like a nice guy. He looks very approachable. This is. is gonna be awesome. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, that's gotta be awesome to just be in a crowd and just get up there and just crank out a song like mm -hmm. you know, I guess you how you did it for however many years, but I don't know, I think that's pretty Most pretty, people pretty cool. in that situation though. What, Check this what out. Are you, what are we doing? So I'm gonna play this into the microphone. Unreal. 
If I had missing link. So was Anthony playing at the set, just playing his was, songs and then he jumped up and then started singing? I think the story is, and hopefully Anthony doesn't watch this and he's like, that's not the story at all. Um, I think really honestly the story is that they know each other and Anthony saw him in the crowd and was like, dude, probably get up here, man. I bet that was recorded at like two in the morning because Nick's doesn't close till three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was probably like, fuck it. I'll get up there and do one. Let's fucking hammer it out. He just did it. That's awesome. I like people that uh, embrace their past. There's a lot of people that are nightmares about that sort of stuff, and they're just like, I'm, I'm not going to do this. Like, uh, I don't know if be remembered for my music career. I own a very successful hot dog company. Like, I don't ever hear him <laughs> yeah. saying that. Like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick. Although, have you seen his new YouTube channel? No. It's very, f- I mean, he's just tearing into himself. Oh, really? For the majority of the time, and like, He's a very odd person. I saw that Wouldn't he... Wouldn't you be from like four years old being an international fucking movie star? I'd also like to know what his net worth is. Probably $25. <laughs> no way. It's either that or like a billion. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, he's got to make some type of royalties every time that movie's played. So every fucking holiday. Could you imagine if he didn't and someone fucked up his contract? And he's just like, now nah, like... Just screwed. That'd give you a reason to be a weirdo. Well, weren't there like hundred percent? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but weren't there rumors that like he was gay at one point? And like he he just was on uh, Ellen. Yeah, and no, no, no. I mean, like recently he's kind of just done the whole like he did. It was like Home Alone if it really happened in real life, and then he played himself in a house where it was like everything got like super messed up, and he was just tearing into himself more than anything else. Um, but he seems like kind of. Very tongue in cheek, but didn't he divorce his parents and stuff? I remember like hearing stuff like that where he divorced. He was his married pa- to his parents. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he just he, ran- I know what you mean. He like uh, separated himself from. Yeah, so they couldn't have touch any of his net worth or something yeah, stupid like that. I don't know. But again, all of this stuff is just like hearsay. Wow, know? David Woodruff, you gotta love that. He says uh, as of 2018, Macaulay Culkin's net worth is an estimated roughly 15 million dollars. That, that's way less than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like 600 million. Considering that he probably lives in LA. And he, he's done like three people... movies, though. I mean, he did Richie Rich. Yeah. Richie Rich. Great movie. Great movie. And also, like, aren't there like ridiculous cameos in that movie? Um, oh, that's not the movie. Who's the butler? There's a butler in it. I'm going to. Oh, yeah. Who is that guy? Um,. I'm going to just quickly IMDB this because I love, one, I love stupid movie trivia, but um, I love the fact that um, I'm sure there is ridiculous, like... Um, Dude, by the way, I know we're jumping around all different spots here. Oh, of course, here. we've all got chronic you, you look that. You look that at... Uh, what, year but, did, what year did Richie Rich come out? Guess what year it came out? 98. 94. I mean, close. Wasn't, wasn't bad. Uh, who... Yep, I'm just going to keep going through this. Oh, yeah. You know the sign? This is why someone came up with this the other day and told me. So, you know in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, there's Friar Tuck, the big, fat, heavy guy? Yeah. He's an actor called Mike McShane. Hilariously is a family friend of ours. And then when I was explaining that to someone that uh, I knew Mike McShane, he was like, wait a minute, he's in Richie Rich as the scientist. And I was like, no, he's not in Richie Rich. He's in Richie Rich. That <laughs> no was, way. That's why I think that there's ridiculous cameos because I know someone that's in that movie, which is hilarious. 
Tell me you guys um, remember the movie Blank Check. I don't. I know of its existence, but that's it. Okay. So, one of my favorite movies, because this kid, Sinbad's in the movie. Hell yeah. Um, this kid basically gets a blank check, and he writes it for, like, I don't know, however many million dollars, and, like, has a slide coming out of his... Uh, he buys this mansion, he's got a slide coming out of his room, and, like, a full giant go-kart track like basically a kid's dream house and he rolls around like he's eating tubs of ice cream that are like bucket like trash can sized <laughs> buckets um anyway i digress uh what i was gonna say was your boy tom or tony compton said uh, that was kevin's place uh next to next to mud house oh okay that's kevin's have you place. had have you had kevin's place no awesome pizza already in Kevin do is a, a dick. <laughs> Kevin is like the biggest dick ever. But he... if you walk out of the front door here and you look straight across the street, the old Kevin's place is right there. Really? Yeah. Just, yeah, it's right there. Dude. What's the Bugs Bunny place? Bugs Bugsies. Yeah, what is it's that? It's the same. Oh, that's yeah. the same. That's the old Kevin's but place. But I then. don't. I don't know if it's related or or what. But like, it also says Kevin's place, and there's also a Kevin's place vehicle that always parks outside of that thing for a while mm. yeah, interesting. Okay. so when we was living in soulard i we would call kevin's place because he would always have you know like a buy one get one half off pizza thing on our doors and the pizza was awesome but every time you called kevin kevin would answer the phone and he'd be like <sighs> hello and you're like uh is this kevin i'm looking for kevin's place <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what do you need? What do you need? Um, <laughs> okay. And then he'd be like, if you're like, uh, I need like a sausage pizza with pepperoncinis. <sighs> All right, it's fine. I'll run downstairs to the restaurant next door and get some pepperoncinis. I was out, but, you know, I'll get some. Don't worry about it. Like, like, <laughs> the like, word, like making you feel guilty. Right, like, right. Oh, I'll, I'll tip you he, better. He answered the phone, made the pizzas, and then delivered the pizzas. That's to what you. David Woodruff saying in the chat. He said, "Doesn't doesn't Kevin make his <laughs> yeah, own deliveries? Yeah, he, so yeah. sometimes you walk in and there's no one in the place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> answers the phone, makes them, and delivers them. Just unreal. But How does he make any money? There's there's also like a Kevin's Place storefront off of like Macklin or Brannon in South City by me, and I'm always wondering like, does he sell this has to be the same guys. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be the same guy. Because it's got Kevin's place with a pizza on it and shit. And I mean, if it takes you 20 minutes to make a pizza and then 20 minutes to deliver it and then you charge $14 for a pizza, aren't you only making like well, no, but also an hour? I, apparently it. it's like for to make pizza. And someone told me, like a chef told me this, it's like like $2 to make the pizza, like pretty much with anything on it. So it's like your markups... Which is why Domino's is just insane. Or like, fucking emos? Jesus. Emo. I mean, emo, but like, it's like, oh, we're going to go for the most trashiest toppings on anything. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, like, like if you Domino's get the bat, yeah, like, I mean, it, you, it all comes down to that and the profit margins on it. Yeah. But you got to get uh, some quality. Like, my favorite thing to find out is like thin crust pizzas where they have like the real sausage that you can tell they like picked off the sausage and like yeah. put it on the pizza instead like raw and it cooked mm. in there instead of like the balls the of frozen, bullshit. Yeah. frozen stuff i yeah. hate that yeah but also like that's the thing is like i genuinely don't know the difference between a high-end pepperoni and a low-end pepperoni is there much difference it's a great question and, and frankly i don't know really know either 
Talking of food, it's got me hungry. Sure. And I'm going to talk to you about Harry's British Bites. Put it in your face hole. And, uh... <laughs> We got to make oh, a little did you bring some? In, yeah, of oh, course. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I oh. thought you left them. No, no, no. I brought... No, I didn't bring last week's ones oh. that I saved one for you because I was like, I love these dunkable biscuits called Hobnobs. Hobnobs. This Hob- week is Hobnobs. not called Hobnobs and goes so well with this drink. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad... Do we... Are we out? Do we... I don't think we're out. Fill, fill Sam up. Fill the man up. I definitely want some more. Hobnobs. So I'm, these, I'm interested in this. A, a lot of this stuff, when I was going through this very strange store on uh, Westminster Bridge, there was a lot of stuff that I was looking at, and I was like, I, I don't know. Maybe they do have it out there. So this stuff is called Caramac, made by Nestle. Whoa. And these, we used to get these things called gold bars, which was Caramac wrapped around like a, like a cookie biscuit. What I call a biscuit, you guys would just yeah. call a cookie. <laughs> and they were delicious. I haven't... And then they brought out Caramac bars, and I was, like, blown away by them. And now they've got buttons. So dive in. Take oh. a few. Take a few, Jim. This is interesting. These, I... That's probably way too many. No, no, no. Just as many as you want, because they're kind of Moorish. So... Whoa. It's not what you expect. You think, oh, it's kind of like a weird chocolatey thing, and it's not at all. These are interesting. I like them. But you know what? They're just caramel-flavored pieces. Here's what's interesting, and then I'm slightly worried about. To me, these seem like the chips that you would, like, melt down and, like, dunk things in oh yeah i mean these are basically the white chocolate drops mm-hmm. and things like that where you're like but what i love about this is just like you can just smash these mm-hmm. all day long these are really good mm. i'm gonna go with a a through f a through f mm-hmm. never forget i'll go with a b okay with a solid b because i can't get the thought out of my head that i'm like it's like if you open a tub of frosting <laughs> and you eat, yeah. And you eat like a spoonful of the frosting, and you're like, "This is fucking good," but I know that this is designed to be all over a cake. I can't get the thought out of my mind that I'm eating, like you're supposed to pour this whole thing into like a double boiler and melt them down. So a friend of mine that listened to the show last year was like, "I'm literally face last week, not last year." Was like, "I'm literally face palming on the fact that you don't understand the difference between jewels and kilojoules and." All this sort of stuff, and I was like, I'm not a scientist. That was a kilojoule. Exactly. So it's done on energy, calories. I can't remember. We we went through this conversation last week, and still, even with people explaining to me, I'm like, I don't know. Science was not my strong point. However, what I'm always interested in is what is a ser- what is a serving size? As in, what are you supposed to eat? And one serving is ten of these pieces. Wow, I feel like that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. And you're. Your recommended intake is it's none. Eighteen yeah. percent of your daily intake of fat is one serving. As you get back to your seat, what do you give the Caramac candies from the UK? I'm gonna give them a six. I like them. A I w- six it, uh, out of an A through F. C. Oh, yeah, a C. They're too sweet, but I like the texture of them. The texture is something that I don't. I don't, I'm not familiar with. Yeah. I think it very much has, 
the same texture as the white chocolate drops that you'd find in trail mix, delicious trail mix. Yeah. It's got yeah. that kind of powdery mm-hmm. thing. It's not a chocolate for sure. What is the word for that texture? I've been trying to think of it. I Smooth? No. But it's not. It's not like a smooth. I'm, there's got to be creamy? some kind of like fan, like cloying. You know what I mean? Whoa. It's like a fancy it's di- word. It's kind of like clay. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. It is a little clay-ish. Mm-hmm. I like it. Anyway, maybe Harry will jump in the chat or email us and what he thinks. Talking of emails, do we have any questions? Has anyone emailed us in the last <laughs> month? You know what? South City Tone was in there. Um, but I think when we were off last week, maybe there was a delay. I don't know. But he said he was going to send a uh, his loving best wishes to Pat. He 100% should, and I could read it to him and then pack and listen to it through his tiny little headphones as he goes to bed. Yeah. Of my beautiful voice. Well, he's, Pat's probably on a an old, old wooden ship. Where are Actually, they? I'll bet he's down in either New Orleans or Miami. where you, That's where you pick up cruise ships, am I right? I don't think New Orleans, <coughs> do, you? do you? Yeah. I think you go to Florida and then go out. Well, it depends on which cruise you're going on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Pat's somewhere, probably still in the United States, and he's probably boarding a ship tomorrow. Some form of ship. Yeah. I've never done a cruise. Have you guys <clears> done a cruise? I haven't. I have no, not. I've heard that you get cabin fever very quickly, and yeah. you want to get off of the ye old wooden ship I, uh, fairly quickly. I feel like I would really enjoy, like, being out on the side of the ship. Like the, so where you can look at the ocean and shit, because the ocean is something that just like fascinates me, like the vastness of it, how you can like be out there and be looking for miles and miles and see nothing but ocean. Like that to me scares the shit out of me. Well, especially if you go to on one of these Italian cruises that run aground and what's aground when you run aground in a boat. What's that? What when you what do you think running aground means? Running aground on a boat. You hit the ground. You stroking out. Oh, oh. No, am I str- Are you dead? <laughs> like bottoming out? Yeah. Yeah, but it's called running aground. What? I've never, heard, I've never heard that. Have you heard this before? Yeah. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, dude. You, not, you're the odd Sam man has here. not heard that. Yes, like running aground, yeah. Running aground. When it's like what I love is when you when you do you know the my favorite term in any transport? Deplaning. <laughs> what? <laughs> is it called planing getting on it? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> yeah, running aground when the bottom of the boat hits the thing. There was a cruise ship in Italy that I hit, I remember that. It's they it, sunk it. Yeah. They yeah. sunk it, but it wasn't deep enough to sink anywhere, so it just tipped over. Like a drunk boat. Yeah. And the um, captain jumped off the ship, didn't do it. He's just like, that's right. See yeah. Ya, and just bolted. By the way, that was a bad choice on my part because the remaining stuff, cream curdled. Ooh. And now I can't drink this. Why not? I think you should try it. Maybe it could I be delicious. I certainly shouldn't. I, I really would, would prefer not to. <laughs> um, uh, what else were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Cruises. I've heard that like they're insanely cheap and you can get like really good deals on them. But then you're paying for all your drinks and shit. No, no, I think it's all-inclusive. I think it's one of those all-inclusive, but I think it sends you a bit mental. Like, it would be like saying, okay, how much does a cruise cost? $400, $500 a person? No idea. Yeah, let's say it's $1,400 a couple. Okay, so $700, right? That's like me saying, Jim, I'm going to put you in this house that you can't leave with all the booze and food you could imagine 
but you can't leave unknown call do you answer unknown call answer it now on speakerphone on the thing thanks for calling honey baked home of the world's best ham this is jim at&t wireless customer terrible (laughs) by the way that's what i do every time if there's a number that calls me or i get an unknown i always thanks calling honey baked home of the world's best ham this is jim how can i help you because i worked at honey baked ham for nine seasons try doing more uh Honey bake crematorium, you kill them, we grill them. Whoa. And say that and see what people start saying. I like that. Yeah. I really enjoy that. Do it. Anyways, cruises. I don't want to go. No, yeah. I don't either. I am out of the cruise banter. No LGC cruise line with all of our but fans. I try. You know, here's the deal I'll try anything once. Anything? Just about. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. So. Going back to the buttworms, <laughs> Heather said, My mum always told me that if I ate too much icing, I'd get worms in my butt. So thanks, mum, for making me the weirdo that scrapes the icing balloons to the side of the birthday cake. I also like I like that. Uh, I think your mom was very smart to do that, Heather. But I also like Billy Fat Pants. He says, A house full of booze and food and I can't leave? Game on. <laughs> <laughs> and Pat was telling me that they have like a, it's this cruise ship is just massive and it has an indoor pool what? that like has a has a beach like is a man made beach in the bottom of the boat probably well it's probably towards the top because he said they put a <laughs> dome on it what? so that no matter where they are like the temperature outside whether it's cold or warm it's it has like it regularly maintains like an eighty eight a degree weather inside this dome a balmy a balmy beach inside a boat. A barmy beach. Barmy. 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 Barmy army. No, barmy, like B-A-L-M. Balm. Balm. Balmy. Balm. Sorry. It's talking American accent. So, yeah, I mean, to be honest, Bill, Billy Fat Pants, I'm going to take you up on this challenge, and I might put you in a house with food that you can't leave for a week and see how mental there's no no entertainment i'd go on a cruise with you no i'm just saying i'm saying go putting him in a wooden an old wooden hut in the he already, he already let it lives with south city tone i mean that's like <laughs> that's true yeah I mean, who knows? Who knows? Where is South City Town? I haven't spoken to him. He's probably making some jam. You know what? He texted me tonight, said, hey, he's going to be at the uh, show. Uh, I don't want to give them a free plug. Uh, there's some comedy around town that's free this evening that, <laughs> that South City Town is going isn't it, to. Isn't it a pub in the yeah, south certain, of town? It's a certain pub around town. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I was like, yeah, dude, sorry. I got a uh, big day tomorrow, and I've been hungover all day, so I'm not going. Always with the hungover banter. Oh, it's just brutal. We only got about five minutes left here, John. Is there anything else that you want to say? Sam, is there anything you need to just get off your chest? I want Sam to rant for a minute, one minute, on the annoyance, and you've got one minute to do this. Wow. The annoyance of trick-or-treaters. Sam Wall, everybody. Well, um, so... Just so you know up front, I'm going to be making this all up because I was working during Halloween. Uh, but do you want me to just riff on it? Just riff on how, and you can't stop talking. If you hesitate, I will punch you in the throat. Okay. Oh, a throat punch. So, tell me when to go. Go. Three, two, one, 
Go. First of all, little kids and all the way up until they're like 13 are the most annoying creatures on the planet. I want nothing to do with them. I don't want to have to pretend to treat them like real people. I hate when you got to talk like them, like they're dogs and be like, hey, buddy, I'm not interested at all. Your costume is ugly. You don't have any cultural references that I think are funny. Mm -hmm. Ghosts aren't real, so don't be a ghost. Ghosts aren't real. That's a topic we can talk about. Ghosts aren't real. I think ghosts are real, but keep going. Well, you're wrong. So, uh... (laughs) Oh, we're still going. Uh, I was a vampire when I was a kid three times, and I hate myself for that still. Even though I did look pretty good, and I was incredibly skinny and very white and pale. And my mom drew on these little red things down my throat to make it look like I was drinking blood, which is really creepy. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, if you, 40 if you come to my house and you just ask me for candy on any other day of the year, I would call the police on you. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> And I don't know what's so special about October. Oh, see, the Hold timing's on. up. Oh, you Someone got from Los it. Angeles. Dude, I don't know. answer it. Okay, answering on air. Not answering Definitely that. not answering Jorge that. Jorge Guevara. That's for sure the cartel. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, we should probably get off the air. This is, that's scary. <laughs> no, that's no, we I'm scared. This, we should do this once a week of you have to riff, riff for a minute. On, on something. On something. Anything. I think it should just be a segment for Sam. Sam's one-minute riffs. On what? Should we do it on whatever he wants, or do we have to give him a random topic of this you know, is what we I do? I feel like it. Like Sam probably has certain things that he'd like to riff on. So maybe we give Sam the option each week. I think he, you had. We should have a running list where okay. you're, and then we choose which one you're going to riff on. So you can't practice it beforehand. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You just. I need to have some kind of thought beforehand. I got to know a little bit, Fair. but yeah, you don't have to tell me exactly what it's going to be. We'll say oh, like, okay. oh, out of these three, we're going to pick one of them at the beginning of the show so you can kind of culminate okay. some yeah, thoughts. Yeah, there you go. Fantastic. Well, in. well, it's been a great show. Um, shout out to Patty Moe again. Congratulations to him and his lovely wife, Kelly, on their wonderful wedding. It was beautiful. Hope you're having a good time. Yeah, uh, get, get well soon, Pat. Yes, yes. Um, for Sam Mall and for my co-host, The Beebs. My co-host, Jimmy B. This has been the LGC. And stay comfy. Comfy.